All right. So. Okay. So next roots when white people reconnect uh this is coming from justin timberlake yes justin timberlake is marketing his new album as a return to his roots which really means that the visuals look like a kmart ad for outerwear and (laughs) the music sounds the same (laughs) the music really does okay so he released just one song so we'll we'll see what the rest of the album holds but yeah that new song sounds like a regular ass justin timberlake song granted okay so because it is the first single a lot of times singers like to put out songs that they know will be radio friendly right sure um so maybe this is his radio friendly back to his root song but i can't imagine how like how country are we gonna get because that's basically what my thing is my thing is we're not getting country because your producers are still timberland and that's what i'm saying going to country because that's the thing for you because basically the way he saw that when i saw the like footage i was like oh this looks country as hell like it looks like he's hanging so i was like okay like if that's what you want to do if you want to do a country but like you're clearly not you know how country he's gonna get uh kesha timber and pitbull that's as country as He's gonna get yeah. all this shit. <laughs> well, my thing is like with Justin Timberlake, like he's been someone who's kind of gotten away with his, um, you know, usage of black music or whatever. But because because he's been good at it, like the well, music it's not that he egregious. releases, like yeah, like the music that he releases is good and it's been yeah. generally accepted over the years. So why the marketing tactic of going back to your roots and being more personal when? If I remember correctly, Cry Me a River was a personal ass song. Yeah, but if yeah. I, it's the, it, it's <laughs> right, the, right, right, right. You, you, know, you whole, fucking you, out you did Britney mad Britney Spears, Spears shit. <laughs> you said mad shit. This is not your first. No, personal. but it's, a, it, it's it's just the industry thing because like Beyonce came out with her album and that was so personal. Mm-hmm. So now everyone feels like they have to do a personal album, and even if they don't feel like they have to do a personal album, the record labels or whoever's in charge, they feel like they need to sell a personal Ooh. album. Yeah, more because more. that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants like the deep introspective whatever, and it's like, bro, I don't care. Just like make some pop music man yeah. yeah and and it's just interesting it's like for me. some artists it's like okay that makes sense but like jt i'm like you're good man like and also like, i just now that you notice that trend now that you mentioned yeah. it now i'm noticing it beyonce yeah jay-z jay-z even eminem's new album is very introspective in a lot of ways like he has like yeah i feel like eminem is always introspective though no? yeah kim i mean yes but when a different killing his baby moms <laughs> for years <laughs> that's pretty personal um but no there are different levels to it what i think is interesting though um not just speaking to uh justin timberlake but you know when you have justin bieber's and miley cyrus's you know what Yo. i mean and people like that coming in and out whenever they feel like it you know it it, it i was I was so mad with the Miley Cyrus stuff. I'm still mad. I was mad because I, I called mad. it. No. Yeah. no, I was, yeah, we all did. Everybody like knew it was going to happen. We but all I did. I just didn't expect I used to- it to happen so soon. Oh, of course. Like, of course. she literally she was black whole- for a year. How long could so she bad. have stayed she, like, black? She, like, pulled a black card. Well, like, and the thing was, quick. no, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, no, but see, the thing with her, it wasn't like chai. It was I'm like, not- this bitch was like coffee black, like in there with like rappers doing all this yeah, stuff. All of a sudden. She's on my feet. Having, having, fucking, having fucking black so, women dancing behind yeah. her with their so big like booties. and that was my thing i was like this is way too much way too fast like you cannot say you're not and then when people called her out like oh well this is who i am this is whatever is it yeah yeah she yeah. was claiming it hard it didn't she last long did it yeah my thing is like with her she took that like good girl gone bad super extreme because if you look at her history she, she was the disney princess right hannah montana then she came out with I an album i can't remember That's the name but the, the single was untamed or whatever where she was like i can't be tamed that the album was called untamed no, That's, can't, be tamed. 
can't be tamed, can't be tamed, I can't be tamed. So that album, you know, was supposed to be her, I'm showing my belly and dancing sexy thing. It didn't sell well. It was too close to her Disney years. So then she disappears for two years and then comes back and is black like... Black as fuck. Black as fuck. But some of the songs I did like. Some That's fine. of the songs Listen, I did like. I'm not judging you for liking them. I don't like shit like that even when it's coming from my own yeah. people. Like that, That's not a Miley <laughs> well, thing. That's just so like, like a Julissa doesn't like that music shit. But well, and the other thing was like, so Bieber, because like Miley, like that's already like, we already know that's trash. And he found Jesus. Not only did he become unblack, he found I mean, Jesus. And some no, some hip hop pastor gave him a fucking him, bath in the no, thing. No, no. Like, what's funniest about that is that there's pictures of him and his so-called like pastor like walking like arm in arm and it's like are you just gay <laughs> like are you just sucking your preacher's dick america off? you heard it here first <laughs> honestly like who that's does- shots fired son <laughs> no but you never know you come never through know. bieber one seven second right i'm on one seven second street i'm in the bronx nah but honestly it's it's so interesting to me because then it's like People who do people of color who do indulge them are always protecting them. Like, so what? Like, so what? You don't say nothing. Whatever. whatever. I was in a very long winded conversation about Iggy Azalea versus Cardi B. I mentioned this before, but it came up again. And it, it was the idea that like we only support Cardi B so hard. Cardi B is whack is the contestant. She's not a good rapper. Right. She's whack. And the only reason we go so hard for her is because she's this Dominican girl. She's from the Bronx and we're out here rooting for her. However, Iggy Azalea is just as whack, but we're not going hard for her because she's a white Australian because she's offensive. Well, and you know what? Yeah, I'm going to fucking root for the fucking Dominican girl from the Bronx because she's doing out here what we all want to do, you know? She's out here. She started out as a stripper, got popular on Instagram, turned that into a fucking $100,000 TV show contract, and then said, you know what? Fuck the TV show. I'm going to go with my producer boyfriend and make some poppin'-ass music, and now she's creating history. So her raps can be whack, but she's doing shit that we all out here as artists in the Bronx want to do. Well, and also, her raps are actually pretty solid. I mean, they're not incredible, but they're solid. Yeah, and they're, it's, it's, they're like, solid to good, and they're fun. She's like, so I feel fun. like with her, like, sometimes the delivery could be blah, 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 but, like, the reality is she's always has that, like, hype newcomer. See, my thing with Iggy, like, I was fine with Iggy for a while because her song came out, they were catchy. She had her moments, she had bars here and there, whatever. What got me about Iggy was when I started seeing live shows where all of a sudden she looked real bad her accent wasn't right she couldn't keep up with her own lyrics like in live shows she really and it was at that moment where i was like okay you are because like you know at first when someone like that comes out you're kind of like all right you're a fraud but you give them the benefit of a doubt and you wait but once i saw videos of this girl performing live and looking like a mess in front of paying customers, I was like, "All right, this is where we have a problem. This is where this is you not." You know, right, Carrie? You haven't yeah. done enough to be able to pull that shit, bitch. I also think I need that tea. If she had, <laughs> where's my tea? If she, had, if Iggy Azalea had just like sat her ass down and just been the person to be like, "Yes, I understand that hip hop is black music, and I am doing black music." If she had just admitted that one tiny right. fact, I don't think that her downfall would have been so harsh. But she still to this day yeah. hasn't 
talking about slave masters and then when Azealia Banks, which I don't give a fuck what your opinion about Azealia is, when she called <laughs> her out about that, she was right in calling her out about oh, that. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and so those moments come and we're willing to drag Azealia through the mud mm-hmm. for things that she says. And some of the shit she says is fucked. We've gone through this before. But like you have this white woman and then this black man help, like, you know, mm-hmm. almost borderline cooning himself out. You know what I mean? To, to make sure this woman succeeds. And, you know, to tell you the truth, people like Cardi B don't have people who will do anything close to cooning themselves out to make sure she's successful. And like uh, the thing is, know, is, most people are going to try and destroy her. Most people right. are going to try to use her as much as they can now and then throw her away. And most when people she's try not. to say, oh, she was a stripper. She probably slept with this person and that person to get so? whatever. And, and that's and, not and your I business. Say, and I was going to say, and the, for me, the answer is, first of all, so what? If that's what she felt Good she wanted to do, then as long as it wasn't something that wasn't consented and wasn't like, you know, Harvey Weinstein, if she did something like that and she wanted to do that, great. If she didn't do none of that and she was just shaking her ass on a pole because that's what she was good at and that's what she wanted to do in that moment great you know she's not the best female rapper around but we don't have many we don't have exactly. many anymore and like she's just the beginning of helping to create more exactly. um you know and so like the, thing is the, the latin community hasn't had a rapper since like what big pun because like well, we have I mean, fat joe jo- we talk about terror squad yeah, like in general jo- right like terror squad and yeah but like no one cares about fat but like jo- we've <laughs> had we've had j-lo for years and j-lo's no longer like, but she wasn't a rapper i love j-lo but she wasn't a rapper. but i'm talking about rapper yeah, wise yeah, yeah. yeah like pun like pun had balls we have uh, um princess nokia now we have and i think princess nokia is still she's not gonna get that commercial fame only because she doesn't want it she doesn't want it like well the thing is i'm like all right so i will bring this point out shout out to adiza because she wants to be on this show and i beat you to it no i'm kidding um, yeah <laughs> I'm just playing, girl. I'm just playing. Um, no, but she had a very eloquent point. So my thing with Cardi B is the kind of moment of clarity that I had was I, you know, I wasn't on the bandwagon at first. I was kind of tight. I was like, what is this song? This is ridiculous. But I'm not going to lie. That shit comes in the car now. And like, I get real real with myself. Um, bitch. <laughs> you can't it's fuck the way with she me. She says it. It's what? like when she says bitch, it's like she smacked smack you in the face. face. Fuck out of here. But all right. It's expensive. <laughs> Damn, These all right. red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. What you know about America? That? I'm worried for myself. They're getting, <laughs> getting aggressive. There's out gang here. signs. There's oh, stuff's I'm going on. I'm very lot. confused. No, I'm kidding. Fuck all right. Um, and like, if you watch her other stuff, like Blood Bars, oh, she goes so hard. Like, and like, she says shit that, like, we say shit in in our kikis like in in that blood bars video she says um, um well, she, i'm a freak i can see his dick through his night text yes i can see a dick through your night text i'm always looking at your dick when you're wearing sweats right like right but yeah no it's okay it's good now nah, you're good hey man it's your show i'm just a guest <laughs> um so <laughs> so she basically so when she was number one on the charts right it became this big controversy because everyone was like oh well the last female hip-hop artist to do that was lauren hill and like of course lauren hill has this lauren hill. exactly like how dare you like lauren hill had this and this and that and to be honest when i first heard i was like oh yeah but like lauren hill because of course you have that reverence for her but adiza again she put on facebook she was like listen I can love Lauren Hill and I can love Cardi B because women are allowed to have, like, we're allowed to have shades. I'm right. allowed to be a super woke, intelligent person and listen to Lauren Hill, but I can also get trap as fuck Adiza and go to town. That wisdom That's of, the thing. Um, like, she dropped it down. She, she has a blog. I don't know what it's called, but like. Vino and Grievances. Go check it boom. out. Vino and Grievances. I'm doing work for you. Anyway. <laughs> 
Um, but no, and, and you know, I hadn't heard that argument. I heard a lot of people talking about bars, about this, talking that. But when she put it in that light, I was like, yeah, you know what? You can't be mad at the girl. Yeah. Like, she's doing her thing, and that's her experience, and that's her whatever. Like, let it go. Right. And even though she could she could be as whack and as ratchet as whatever you can put out there, but she you know many, is ours. But you know how many she whack male is, rappers we have? Like, come on now. <laughs> Don't even get me because once you bring the conversation into male versus female, like that's a whole other fucking world. That like really at least I can understand what the fuck is coming out of her mouth. At least she, like, I can hear her. Like literally, like that's some of them. Yeah, and you know what? And I fuck with some of that shit too. But that's my point. Is like we are allowed to have quote unquote people who suck on our side. But she is from the community. She's been on the block. She's been doing all these things. She's not out here coming forward trying to make songs about it. And she's never lived it. And so the fact that she survived all the bullshit that I know she comes from, I feel a little more. Yes, yes, I don't care. Yes, she is better than Iggy Azalea to me. She absolutely is. Yes, yes, she absolutely is. And you know what? Make Cardi B white and both. Kodak Yellow is better than most songs that I've heard from Iggy Azalea that I, Julissa, as a person, like personally. I don't like Fancy more than I, than I like Bodak Yellow because Fancy is too poppy for me and Julissa does yeah. not like pop music. Period. What, like- else? <laughs> what else did Julissa not like? <laughs> a lot of Stay shit. Stay tuned, America. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah but, uh, anyway, that was a sidetrack. But the truth of the matter is, is that we accept mediocre from white people and get all excited. And the media, the minute we have mediocre on our side, it's we, we got to oh, question man. their presence. That was like the realest. That was the realest statement ever. You know, like, <laughs> like accept mediocrity from white people. Like, damn. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we do. do. No, uh, we do. We do. 100%. No, and we want to accept it for our own people because we have high right. standards. But she's ours, and she's out here breaking records. So. Oh, fuck you like if you think Iggy Azalea is better go pay to watch her whack ass fuck you we're not talking about anyone specific or anything. <laughs> fuck you sorry side note you know America's like what the fuck are they talking about don't worry about it yeah but- no it's just it's a conversation I've had and more than once and I'm I'm just about I've just about had it I have one time in the street and I've said this in the podcast before in had, the street I, I, I got stopped by a man who was like oh supporting her is like supporting Donald Trump her meaning Cardi that's B that's so like, strange. so I feel like everybody's coming for her neck but you know what they always say and I say this all the time to my team at my job if you're not at the if you're not at the top then nobody's coming for you to bring you down if somebody's bringing you down you're somewhere at the top mm-hmm. so you know what keep coming for her she going to have her moment and you know and i hope she gets everything that she needs from it like and i hope she's she doesn't even die like, out she's even really said like like when approached about like oh uh, supposed Nikki beefs or whatever or beefs with other female rappers, she's been like, I'm not trying to be queen. I'm trying to put out popping music and make money, and well, that's and, literally what she's doing. Well, and that's the fascinating thing too about her is because like she was uh, the cover story of Rolling Stone last mm-hmm. month or somewhat recently, mm-hmm. and a lot of the article was dealing about like how is she dealing with her newfound fame? Cause it was one thing when like she had her Instagram followers and she had all that stuff going on, and so she had her people. Mm-hmm. But now she's become this phenomenon. She's become this big thing, and now the the expectations are up the like up the wall. People, you know, people hate her. People love her. People want to do. They like, want to say like, what is she gonna do now? Oh, this bar was whack. This was. Whack. There's so much more attention to it, and now all of a sudden this went from like this fun thing to like now like oh there's so much. Pr-. And so now she's in this weird spot where she's like, listen, like I'm just trying to like have fun, do me, like I. She doesn't have this big plan or aspiration, like you know what I mean. Like, and it's it's interesting to see you know what she does from here out on out because the eye and the attention is definitely on her, so she has to produce. But it it'll be interesting to see like what happens because I feel like even for her, she doesn't really know. 
Yeah. She's in a conflicted well, I feel like, I feel space. Like she's, she's made a huge thing being like the female trap rap artist. Like, because most of her songs are like trap music or whatever. They and that's like smart. Music, that singles her out. Which is cool. She's yes. the trap. But when trap doesn't work anymore, what is she what's going to happen to her? That's why it's important that she's on songs like Finesse. That's why she needs to be on songs like Finesse. Like, how is her song going to change and how is she going to then, you well, know, I feel like Nikki's, Nikki's the, been a good blueprint for that too because she always finds ways to stay relevant. Even when she yeah, kind of... Yeah. So there is a way to kind of keep yourself out there as long as you're adaptive but we don't really know we'll see what happens with her and really and so like overall the point is so like i was saying like we accept mediocre from white people and i'm done accepting mediocre from white people letting them come into our spaces have their little hits make their little money and then jump out and then they're jumping out isn't they're jumping out of hip-hop automatically ties down the the behaviors of being wild and whatever and untamed to being black and then that reinforces the stereotypes that exist about black people being wild and untamed. And, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the bullshit that we need to cut out. But I will say this, and a lot of people might not agree. I don't feel like Justin Timberlake at any moment has done anything that has made me feel like he's saying black people are this and now I'm going to be less black. And thus, now yeah, that I'm less black, I'm better. Thing. I don't think that he's saying he's better. I think mm. even in that little Kmart commercial <laughs> looking at that he has, that what he's saying it's is for like Lee Dungaroos It's or really some to shit. me like a, I'm older now and I need to stay relevant. And what am I going to give to my fans that I haven't already given them? I'm going to give them more personal life and blah, 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 blah. And he is from fucking Tennessee. And you know what? It wouldn't be right if he was like, oh, this new album where I'm going to talk about pers- my personal life. It had, If it had mad, like, you know, hip hop heavy tones, yeah. I'd be like, the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? I'd rather well, have I him walking through the I fucking forest. I think it's the, it's like, the, it's the, you know, it's how society looks at the culture. It's how society looks at hip hop and that's like, so that right. sort of thing. And like, it's fun and all when somebody else dips into it because they're like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is a good old time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it comes with a negative connotation, which isn't really fair. And then you have like, there's the Post Malone situation. Oh like, yeah, that's another one. That's another dude where he's walking around talking about like, you know, he he, he doesn't like hip hop or don't listen to hip hop, but yet you're making these songs and also like, you look busted, son. Like, can we talk about how Post, <laughs> Post Malone's face Yo, is just like Yeah, rough. he looked real busted. You know what else What else looks rough? This is completely unrelated. Yo, LeBron James' hairline is a lot can we worse just do than like I thought. Can we, can we just go on a tangent here and just talk about celebrities that look just busted? <laughs> Like, whoa. Like, but, wait, but tell me, when you heard Why Iverson for the first time, like, you were bumping, and then you saw this dude's face, and you were Yo, like, what the fuck? when I saw him, I was fuck? like, I was like, I, I wasn't even like, what the fuck? I was like, of course this nigga looked like that. I literally was like, of course this is what this guy looks like. It was it was weird to me, you know. Um, There's a lot of hurt looking, anyway, right? But, yes. Sorry, so, America. Post, no, no. Post Malone is another one, like... Some people argue that pink is one, like really, because when she first came pink. out, she was real soulful yeah. and so like. In that, all right, there's a video online that's like literally talking about Justin Timberlake going back to his roots, and they mention pink in the art in the video about how she had a very heavy R&B influence in her first album, and then went on to become a queen of rock or whatever. My thing about it is, when she came out, she was under L.A. Reid. And I feel like it's literally a point of this man did not know how to produce anything other than R&B influenced music. music. You know what I mean? And she had but the voice then, for it, too. But the, and she had the voice yeah. for it. And it worked for her at the it time. See, but, but it wasn't what she wanted to do. And it's it's a known fact that when you go into the music industry, you have no control over what your first album is. Right. And that's why the second album is always that kind of like... 
what are they going to do? Because well, they have more control over it. And But my thing, too, is, and this is what we have to decide as a generation, as a society, because now we're getting into these issues and we're talking about, you know, appropriation and stuff like that. But, like, if we're going to go all the way back into somebody's past, like Pink, who, like, I would never really associate with, you know, cultural appropriation. And, okay, if they have a point, like, that's fine. Or they have, you know, obviously they're not going to come at us with nothing. They have facts and whatever. But the thing is, is, like, you know, rock and roll is a cultural appropriation of black music. Yep. It, like the Rolling Stones have said it straight up that like you know they took black music and then they just played it and it got huge. So like it's hard, like where you know what I'm talking like we have to look at the whole picture and it's like all right well a, a lot of things are culturally appropriated and in the same way like it's similar to dance like dance has a struggle where like everyone's like oh well you stole this choreography from somebody else or you stole this idea and it's like well at what point do what things become original or what point are like, you know what I mean like everyone steals from something everyone mm-hmm. so. It, again, like it's that weird line. We have to decide, like, where is it inappropriate that this inappropriation, like, when is it blatant and when is it exploitative? Like, I feel like that's the, really the thing, you know? When is it exploitative of another people's right. culture or another people's, you know, celebrations or history or that? It's hard to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, this person was exploited. Like, it, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a fine line that we have to figure out. Because I feel like now that we're in this space where we're calling people out on a myriad of issues, these issues are very complex. We have to figure out like where is, what are the lines? Like what are we? You know, it's it's a it's more complicated. Like everyone just tries to like blame people nowadays, and I'm like, well, but then how far back does this go? And how, when do we allow the artists that room to say, um, yes, I am influenced by this genre, and I wanted to dabble in it. Yeah, like, yeah. Because now it's when is that okay? Thing. Yeah, now right. It's but now it's like, oh, you can't do that. And it's like, you well, know, like if I have a hip hop song, but it has a black rapper in it, is that that's that's when it's okay then? It's right. Like, it's like right. stuff like that. Like, I just think it's about showing up. If you want to participate, whatever. And then when it really counts for the community, you're willing to show up, then that's when it matters. Because people always want to separate the line of politics and art. And the reality is, is that a lot of black art at its root. It has always been a response to society and what's going on at the time. You know, anywhere from you know, fuck the police, any Negro spirituals, yes, yeah, like, like you know, what I mean? like everything has been a response because we've always had to respond to something because we're people of color in this country and everybody is always coming for us. So even when we don't want to involve politics, politics is involved in what the fuck we do. So when you come in and you're trying to do what we do, but the politics is not tied, it's kind of like, hmm, how privileged of you to not have to tie the politics to what. What you're doing you could just come in here make music and then say you want to be born again or whatever the fuck and then walk away and you don't have to walk away with the politics any moment that a, a black artist doesn't feel like doing that type of art anymore and they want to walk into the world and be themselves there's still a black person in the world or a, a latino in the world or an asian in the world like they're still having to be who they are and you don't have to do that and so put a little fucking respect on oh. my melanin you know what I mean? And understand All that right, that's Birdman. the truth, you know? <laughs> like, no, but understand that that's the truth of the, of the conversation. Even, like, black people, when black people want to walk away and they don't want to be associated with the politics, it's like, I know you don't want to, but, it, you know, this is what you're looked at and this is how you're going to get treated, so you might not want to acknowledge it, but there's, you know, people, and the internet will always let you know what the world thinks. There's always people really ready and willing to call you a monkey and call you whatever the fuck. Whether you care about it or not is one thing, but it's a problem that it's even happening, and that is why we have to address it, whether you care or not. And maybe you don't need to participate, but it's part of the problem. If you're a white person, you're in our space, Justin Timberlake, when shit happens to black people, you need to care about it to a degree. Yeah, you need to participate and open apologize your mouth. to Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson's legacy matters. She was about it. No. <laughs> Honestly, like, 
there's there's just so much um but i i thought it was worth noting and all this is like an ongoing conversation because god knows we're just waiting for the next person to decide that they want to jump into hip-hop and then jump out and it's gonna happen again i just don't know who i will say this though in honor of juan i'm so glad that britney didn't do it because slave for you came out and that was airing on the side of hip-hop she could have gone into this whole hip-hop wheel and appropriated and done and she did not she did not. I've always respected that about Britney Spears. And Slay For You is my favorite Britney Spears song because of yeah. the, the hip-hop undertones. But, like, I'm, I really respect that about her, that she's never done that. The big yeah. smile on Skittles. <laughs>